Good morning, boys and girls. Does anyone have the act of contrition memorized? It's a hard one, huh? So I'm going to pray for all of us. I'm going to pray on our behalf. If we could go ahead and stand up. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Oh my God, I am heartily sorry for having offended thee. And I detest all my sins, because I dread the loss of heaven and the pains of hell. But most of all, because they offend thee, my God, who art all good and deserving of all my love. I firmly resolve, with the help of thy grace, to sin no more, and to avoid the near occasions of sin. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So some of you may have different versions of that, and that's okay. Please go ahead and be seated. Thank you. But it's a great prayer to memorize. Of course, every time we go to confession, we say it. And then we can also say it other times when we're just expressing sorrow for our sins to the Lord. Okay, so the main virtue of this week is circumspection. As somebody said during Mass, responding to Father Willenkopf. And circumspection is a daughter virtue of another virtue. What virtue was that? What's the cardinal virtue that the that circumspection is a daughter of? Joseph. Prudence. Very good. So I'll cover that quickly. But before I do both of those things, I just want to give you a refresher on the virtues. Why are we even studying the virtues? Why are we even learning the virtues? Remember, God created all of us to be in relationship with us. He created us to love us and to receive our love in return. But because of the fall and because of Adam and Eve and sin and concupiscence and all of these things, it's hard for us to love God and it's hard for us to receive God's love and it's hard for us to love others. So God gave us Jesus to restore us and then now he gives us the virtues to continue to strengthen us. If you remember, there's a verse in the book of John that goes like this. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. I came that they have life and have it abundantly. Do you all live like this? Do you all have life in abundance? Yes? Who said yes? You have life in abundance? Very good, Michael, right? Good, Michael. What about you, Lucille? Do you have life in abundance? No? Okay, that's honest, that's sincere. What's your trinity? In fullness, in excess, overflowing. Jose? We'll go over those in just a second. Gio, what do you think? Do you have life in abundance? Ish? Is that what you said? That's a good answer. So sometimes we're tired, and that's okay. We all get tired. Sometimes we're in a bad mood. That's okay. Sometimes we're sad. Sometimes we're sad. That's really okay. So to have life in abundance doesn't mean that we're super happy and excited all the time. But if you're sad most of the time, or if you're tired most of the time, or in a bad mood most of the time, that might mean that you're missing some virtues. 
there are some virtues that you can develop in order to live life in abundance. So that's why we do this. It's not to give you guys rules that you can't break, but it's rather so you can live life in abundance. So really quick on prudence. Prudence is just this, is right reason in action. Let's read that definition together. Do you see it on your piece of paper, the first line? Prudence enables one to reason and to act rightly in any given situation. Right reason in action. So we talked about justice and all of the daughter virtue of justice. We're we're going to talk about temperance and all of those daughter virtues and also fortitude and all of those daughter virtues. Prudence is the one that allows us to choose which virtue to apply at a given time and which decision to make at a given time. Do you know somebody that makes really good decisions oftentimes? Joshua, do you know somebody that makes really good decisions? Your parents? Good, they're gonna like to hear that. Yes, so your parents have the virtue of prudence, a developed virtue of prudence. And you don't have to tell me who, but do you know somebody who doesn't make good decisions all the time? We probably all do. You don't have to point anyone out. I make bad decisions sometimes. That means I lack the virtue of prudence when I do that. So prudence helps us to make good decisions. Now, a daughter of virtue is the virtue of circumspection. So that's the virtue this week. Let's read that together. Circumspection. Careful consideration of the circumstances and consequences of one's actions. Let's do that again. I know there's some big words in here, but let's all give it our best effort, okay? Damien, can you hear me over there? Yeah, so everyone, let's try to, everyone say it together. Eliana, you, can, you, guys, you guys have the paper back there? Rodrigo? Let's all say the, that second line, the middle line together circumspection, careful consideration of the circumstances and consequences of one's actions. So when we have to make a decision, we can either make a decision on impulse, whatever first comes to mind, I do this, or we can consider all of the circumstances. What affects this decision? What is this decision going to affect? If I do that, I'm exercising the virtue of circumspection. So if I ask questions like, what might happen if I choose this? So I'm giving you some examples, but I'd like to hear from you some things that you've noticed, some examples, some people that you caught practicing this virtue. What might happen if I choose to do this? To go play outside in the rain without a rain jacket. What might happen if I do this? Or if somebody makes me, you want to answer that, Trinity? What would happen? You get it all wet, so that'd be a consequence in itself. And then you might get sick, you might get in trouble with your parents. So to consider that before running outside, to consider it and say, hmm, maybe I should put a rain jacket, that's exercising circumspection. Or if somebody does something to me and makes me mad, and if I just act really quickly on that, say I lash out at them, that's without circumspection. But if I say, 
I better wait a while and calm down. I should wait a little while and calm down before I, decide, before I respond. If I just ask, what is the right decision? I have, I have to choose which school to go to, or you guys have to choose what clothes to wear in the morning, to consider what is, what is the right decision here. Now, to ask people for advice. Have any of you ever asked anybody for it? Bless you, God bless you, Braxton. Anybody, any of you ever asked for advice about something? Sadie? Well, can you give me an example? Okay, you didn't know how to do something in the game, so you looked in the manual and it gave you advice. Good, so you can look in the manual. We can also ask people for advice. Now, let me ask you this. If you have a car and you have a car problem, who is a good person to ask for advice about your car? Let's see, Braxton. A car technician, a car mechanic, right? What if you have a computer and your computer doesn't work very well? Olivia? A person who works on computers. Now, what if you have a problem learning English grammar, let's say? Who do you, who do you ask about that? Inga? Yeah, an English teacher, right? So, and then later, you guys are, gonna have, are going to have other types of problems. And it's important to ask people that have some sort of knowledge or expertise in that area. Not just to ask anyone, because they might not know. They will give you their answer, but it might not be the best answer. All right, that's circumspection. Give me a couple of examples of times that you caught somebody practicing circumspection. It can be here at school, it can be at home. Yes, Jose? Okay, you, you saw your grandpa practicing circumspection one time? You saw your grandpa talking to Jesus? Very good. What's another example of somebody practicing circumspection? Somebody considering what to do before acting or asking people for advice? Yes? Laura, Laura, right? What's your name again? Very good, Nora. Before asking, before taking your candy out secretly without asking your parents, so you thought about that, right? That was an impulse. I'm just going to take the candy secretly. But then you thought, wait, that might not be the best thing to do. So let me ask my parents for their permission first. And then you asked them and they said yes. Excellent example, Nora. What, do you, what happens if you eat one piece of cake? What's the consequence of that? You might not be hungry anymore, right? If you eat a piece of cake before dinner? Let me ask you this, Sadie, before you answer. What happens if you eat an entire cake? <sighs> Gus? You get belly aches, your teeth might go bad. So considering these things before acting. Okay, let's just look at a, a, a passage from Scripture here, and then we'll, we'll wrap it up. So in the Gospel of Luke, Jesus said this. 
Everyone who comes to me and hears my words and does them, I will show you what he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation upon rock. And when a flood arose, the stream broke against that house and could not shake it because it had been well built. But he who hears and does not do them is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation against which the stream broke and immediately fell and the ruin of that house was great. Anybody here, either the virtue of circumspection or the mother virtue of prudence in there? To hear the Lord's word and to act on it, to act with reason. That's prudence and circumspection. Okay, let's stand up and we'll say our closing prayer together. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Dear Jesus, my actions affect not just myself, but others. Please give me the wisdom to think before acting. Please give me the gift of counsel that I may act in the best way at each moment of the day. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Have a good day, boys and girls. Remember to walk away quietly and genuflect your way out. God bless you.